We'd like to welcome you back to part three of our emergency health study for March 30th, 2020. And um, the the last part is going to be more on the uh, on the physical things, the, the regarding things that we can do, things we need to watch out for regarding the coronavirus. I've updated my protocols more. I keep fine-tuning them more on, on things that we can do, things to look out for. Now, I know I talked a lot last week about the chloroquine, which is what Trump was trying to get to market. And Fauci didn't want that. The vaccines are right-hand man guy. He didn't want that because he was representing the vaccine monopolies. And they only want us to have any kind of hope in a vaccine. That's That's their only option, okay? even though they don't have a vaccine developed. And that's I think it's also why they really want to keep this going as long as they can because they don't want this to die down and then say, oh, we have got a vaccine when it's all died down. Um, maybe that's why he was saying it's going to be seasonal because they know it's going to die down and they got to revamp that whole fervor next year. I don't know. By then they'll have a vaccine. I, I don't know. I'm speculating. Okay, but... Again, I had a, list, a listener send me this, and I went over this last week. Okay, so I don't want you to think I'm giving any kind of endorsement of chloroquine at this point. I don't. Granted, yeah, if I had to choose between it and, and the and the uh, the DNA microchip uh, tattoo uh, uh, DNA altering COVID nineteen vaccine that they've got waiting in the wings, yeah, I'm going to take chloroquine every time. <laughs> but again, I'm not going to take either of them personally and chloroquine must have a gigantic demonic component in order to be able to produce the side effects that it produces because it's not normal it's one thing to have physical things go long but it's it's another thing when one of the first side effects of chloroquine is suicide and i i heard a report last week too where there's all kind of people in the military that were kind of forced to take it and a lot of them committed suicide a lot of them you know went blind a lot of them had this or that happen to them and they're they're trying to you know sue as a result so i wouldn't touch this stuff if you could possibly avoid it again for me the bigger thing if it were me would be to just strengthen your own immune system obviously you know keep yourself out of harm's way if at all possible you know i'm not i'm not against a lot of the stuff they're doing with you know just common sense stuff but keeping your own immune immune system at a high level is is for me the key. So you don't get it in the first place. But major side effects include suicide, blindness, psychiatric and nervous system disorders, irreversible vision damage, nervous system problems, skin problems, hair loss, psychi psychiatric problems, drooling, blood in the urine or stools. I mean, whenever you get blood in the urine and stools, it's, it's pretty serious. And then there's about a there's I think about over a hundred side effects for this stuff. I give you a link here to drugs.com it's what they admit to they're not trying to hide it I, the the drug is very very wicked very very evil okay so i'm not endorsing it and i don't want anybody to get the impression that i am um do i think it's better than than the the coming covid19 vaccine though of, of course because you like we said we we're going to know what that encompasses but it's be far greater if they just implemented like the things i was saying regarding the immune system in the hospitals and actually just you know cure it from that standpoint just it, it never even develops because their own immune systems are working so well uh next report try tricolosca tricolosca um 
Stop using mass-marketed hand sanitizers now. It is a pesticide. So let's go ahead and listen to this because, you know, they're talking about the hand sanitizers and all this stuff. Hi, guys. This is Daniel Alexander Cannon, Urologic Before Authority. And so let's talk a little logic, okay? Let's... Now I said to hear what they say and... uh, versus what they're doing well one thing they're saying is that you should uh, use hand sanitizer hand sanitizer they're saying this over and over casually over and over and wash your hands and use hand sanitizer um, I was talking to Jane a friend of mine many of you know her, her YouTube channel and uh, she was bringing up how they're pushing to uh, get the breweries to manufacture hand sanitizer. You know, because they manufacture alcohol, so they could produce a lot of hand sanitizer. So why, because you know they're not concerned with our lives, so why are they pushing everyone, whether you're sick or even, no matter what the situation is, they want you to use hand sanitizer. Well, I did a little digging and I found out what it is, okay? It's called triclosan, okay? It's a, uh, it's a pesticide that was banned uh, not too long ago from being put in... So, this triclosan is like the main active ingredient in the hand sanitizers. And of course, anything like that that they want you to put on your body, you know it's always going to be wicked and even. I've talked about this before. And this is why I was encouraging people to just do, make their own, you know, hand sanitizers with like the Thieves Blend with the essential oils and put some colloidal silver in there, things of this nature. Natural ways to actually sanitize your hands, not not through these chemical means. The only, and I said this before as well, the only time I would use this triclosan would be over like the gloves that you wear, like the nitrile type gloves. I think it'd be fine to use there, um, but that's the only application I would use it for. I wouldn't let it put it on your hands and let it just essentially suck into your body. Toothpaste. Yeah, they were putting it in toothpaste with all the other poisons in toothpaste. Well, of course. If you use toothpaste, stop. Just stop it. And start using, uh, you know, the baking soda that you put in your freezer. Okay, but, you know, it's going to be hard to get little kids to be compliant with that. I use Jason's Power Smile fluoride free. I think that's a, a really good one. All good ingredients. And here, here's what you here's what you can do if if you want to really like you're like well it's not teeth white okay get a little food grade hydrogen peroxide. You can you can get that your uh, make it yourself uh, or or you can buy it some health food store sell it. You know if you're buying the 35 percent remember you got to dilute it no more than five percent or it can burn okay but you dilute it and it's food grade. So, you know, I I mean, granted, in a pinch, you can use regular hydrogen peroxide. I like to use food grade. And, um, you know, put like a half a dropper full in the mouth before you brush your teeth or as you're getting your toothpaste ready. Let it swish around. You can let it swish around there four or five minutes if you want. It kills all the germs in your mouth, and it's a teeth whitener. Peroxide whitens. And then what you do is I put a little Jason Power Smile on on just a little bit on on the end of the toothbrush and then i have a little bag of baking soda right there that that um red mill baking soda it's like the 
it's kind of more like a food grade cooking type of baking soda and i dip my toothbrush in that after i've wet it so i got baking soda on there and then you know i leave um a lot of the hydrogen peroxide in my mouth and then brush my teeth that way i'm telling you that's probably the best way where you're killing germs you're whitening your teeth you're you know everything it's it's just a really good way to do it as opposed to using like some evil you know um toothpaste like crest or whatever that has enough fluoride to literally kill a small child in one tube and there's even warnings on the back about that if you if you swallow more than like a pea size call poison control because it's a poison because it's sodium fluoride it's the same thing they dump into our water supply it's the main ingredient in most of the psychotropic drugs like prozac did you know that yeah it's the main ingredient they're trying to get that garbage in, in us every way they can it's a poison it's a bone softening agent it's not good for your bones it softens them it gives you cancer it burns out your lower brain lobes which is your will to resist which is a big reason they used it in nazi concentration camps originally because it made the not the the jews very very compliant and they would go to their their little um death walks and go to, into the showers and they wouldn't even resist a lot of the times because they were, their brains were so fried from all the fluoride they were giving them in the water supply. Go get the baking soda out of your freezer and start using it to brush your teeth. Wet your toothbrush and just dab it in the baking soda and get some on it and brush your teeth like normal. I've been doing that for about 10 years and my teeth are great. Okay, Because one, you're getting a dose of fluoride. Fluoride is a poison. Okay. Okay, he said that in a bad way. You're not getting any fluoride in the baking soda, okay? He's he's referring back to the normal toothpaste, which you're going to always get a dose of fluoride in there. Is a poison also. It is a pesticide, as a matter of fact. It is classified as a pesticide. And guess what hand sanitizer has in it, even though it's been banned in toothpaste? Hand sanitizer has triclosan in it. And I'm going to read you a few things about this. And then I'm also going to share with you some information about how to, if you think you're getting sick uh, with uh, a cold or something other and you want to deal with it, how you can deal with it, okay? It's a proven method of how to increase the uh temperature in your sinuses which is where all colds and flus and those type of things normally take root in your body is through the nasal cavities okay and they can exist there and grow there because of the temperature difference inside of your nasal cavities is typically about the same temperature as the temperature outside so if it's cool outside and you're breathing in it keeps in your nasal passages cool we'll get into that but let's look at this uh, triclosan. Triclosan can pass through the skin and is suspected of interfering with hormonal function, endocrine uh, disruption. U.S. Centers for the D Disease... That's why they put it in a hand sanitizer and, 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 and co-mingle it with alcohol. Because if you think about use hand sanitizer and your hands are wet one minute and they're dry the next. And you're like, well, yeah, that's just the, the alcohol evaporating. Yeah, but... The active components in the hand sanitizer, where did they go? I mean, they're just not on the surface. Yeah, they're on the surface of the skin to a certain extent, but a lot of that went straight into you. And this triclosan is a pesticide. It's an endocrine disruptor, meaning it 
totally annihilates your hormones and only does God knows what else. So you don't want to mess with it. Control and prevention scientists detected triclosan in the urine of nearly 75% of those tested. 2,517 people ages six years and older, the European... So it's getting in most likely through hand sanitizers. That's probably the main point of entry. And that's just showing you it's getting in right through your hands, getting into the bloodstream. The, the alcohol is acting as a carrier and you're urinating it out, which is really bad. It's getting all the way into the bloodstream. Ultimately, the kidneys have to filter the blood and then condense it into the urine that you excrete. And that's how it's being detected in the urine. I mean, that's really bad. Union classifies triclosan as irritating to the skin and eyes and can be very toxic to aquatic organisms. Well, believe it or not, we are an aquatic organism. Yeah, I'm not saying that we're not a fish. But what I'm saying is that our bodies are like 75, 85% water, okay? So I think that qualifies, but that's not what I'm hanging this on. What I'm hanging it on is the fact that you're putting this on your skin. And if you use hand sanitizer and you did it once in a while, and I'm talking about once a day no. or no. once or twice a week or a month or something like that, you're not going to get any ill effects. No, who is he to say that? Is he a doctor? I, it's like, well, if you take a little bit of poison just once a day, you're not going to have any ill effects. Who is he to make that kind of statement? I'm, I'm going to say try to avoid it 100% because it's a poison, so avoid it all the time so it will not have any ill effects. From using the hand sanitizer. But what we're doing right now, what are we doing? We're putting it on hands over and over and over. And this stuff just... And any bacterial soaps are horrible too. Those are horrible. They got all kind of horrible things in them. I use the um the Calben soaps that you can order in bulk online just can c-a-l-ben b-e-n soaps you can order them online in bulk and then i get those the um i mean you can order them from them but you can buy them on like ebay in bulk like six or twelve of the little foamy dispensers and all you do is you put a like maybe three quarters of an inch of of the um Calben like dish soap in the bottom of that it's derived from coconuts the calben soap it's literally like you could literally um i'm not saying to drink it or whatever but it wouldn't hurt you okay and um put like a three quarters and then fill the rest up i use like a purified water and then shake it up real good and then it produces this foamy hand soap that has a nice smell that goes a long way and it's a very efficient way to use soap it's not antibacterial, doesn't have any of the bad ingredients in it. Now, I'm not saying there's not other soaps you couldn't do that with. I just think Calben's probably one of the most pure, and they sell it in bulk, and you can go up online and get it. It's a little weird to order. I think you either have to call in the order, or um, you could do it online. You, you can do it online, but um, it's it's a little different than, than a lot of websites. But they're legit. They've been around for a long, long time, and they've got a whole slew of things they've got like laundry detergent and uh, the uh, soap shampoo uh, dishwashing stuff all kind of stuff up there and it's all made basically in the same way
Like it says right here, it passes the skin barrier. It goes straight into your bloodstream. Right. And what you're doing is you're overdosing yourself on triclosan. Okay. Horrible. I'll uh, read some more here for you. Uh, cause long-term adverse effects in aquatic environment. Um, environment. Oh, excuse me. Canada likewise categorized triclosan as potentially toxic to aquatic organisms, bioaccumulative and persistent. In other words, it doesn't easily degrade and can build up in the environment, mm -hmm. meaning your body right. or any place. And they, they, all the stuff's by design, pre-designed this way on purpose to try to kill us and the environment off. That's why they do all this stuff. The chemtrails, the triclosan, the GMOs in the food, the chlorine in the fluoride in the water, all the other garbage. All this is done to kill us off. All of, all of this is a gigantic satanic plot to ultimately take us all out. Because we are created in God's image as human beings. Bible says that. And we're not gods, but we're created in God's image. And we remind, in, in that regard, we're a constant reminder to Satan, you know, about God. And he knows where he's going. He knows his day is coming. So he's raging and trying to take as many of us out and as many to hell as possible as the ultimate agenda. And this is just one way to, to create misery and evil in the world and, and sickness and disease. It's just try close and that's just one of the many, many avenues that Satan is using. Stuff after it has been rinsed down through the drain and shower. Uh, in the environment, triclosan also reacts to form dicosin or dioxins which bioaccumulate and are toxic. The extensive use of triclosan in consumer products may contribute to antibiotic resistant bacteria. Right. Basically which is like MRSA and multiple resistant staph aureus, the kind of bacteria. Now supposedly you're using it to prevent like germs from getting on you, right? But what it does ultimately is it creates antibiotic resistant bacteria which are like bacteria that antibiotics don't work on. So they're very hardy super strains like MRSA. So then then it's going to set you up to get something really really nasty. Like these super strains or MRSA that'll, you know, put you in the hospital and and a lot of times they don't even have antibiotics strong enough to go against them. Why? Because they're antibiotic resistant super strains. Now silver doesn't have that problem. It kills things and resistant strains will fail to develop and that's according to UCLA Medical. It means is is that what this stuff does when it gets in your body is it destroys your body's ability to naturally fight uh, intrusions by bacteria that shouldn't be there and by any type of viruses that happen to get you get exposed to. Triclosan. Triclosan is an anti-microbial anti uh, agent that is a uh, that's added to a wide array of household products. You're getting exposed to it. All this stuff that you're putting on you, that's rubbing on your skin, the lotions and the makeup and all these things that you're buying from these evil corporations is damaging yep. you. Yep. It's poisoning you. Yep. This is just one. And this is, again, like Cal Ben, that particular company. They're like more mom and pop type of operation anything you can get from procter and gamble the, i mean it's been well known that procter and gamble are total satanists 
I mean, it's been well known that they that they're a very satanic organization going back to like at least the 70s, okay? And they make a lot of these antibacterial. Again, we're talking about triclosanate and hand sanitizers, but this was this would come under the guise of almost anything antibacterial, any kind of soap you're using, anything you're putting on your body, whether it's you know in the shower. All of these products are designed to ultimately create all types of toxicity in your body and be endocrine disruptors and to make you sick and give you cancer. That's, that's why they're there. They're not there for our benefit. They're there to destroy us. Things, but this is one specifically that's in a lot of stuff. You need to stop putting this crap on your skin. You're poisoning yourself. I know you're used to it. It's a habit. You think you need lotion. Okay. Well, get pour a little bit of olive oil in your hand and rub it on your skin and you can build build help i think you'd be better off doing coconut oil okay it has a nicer smell here's the thing i've worked with patients enough in my life if if you're not going to make something halfway appealing they're not going to do it okay and olive oil is a lot has a lot more viscosity it doesn't have really a great smell i'm not saying it's not good for your skin but I'm talking about if you're going to do some day in, day out, I think coconut oil, you're going to get higher compliance with. Very, very good for your skin. Um, Grapeseed oil would be fine to use. Um, Cal Ben has a, has a hand moisturizer, and it's all natural ingredients. That's one you could think about. Um, th there's a lot of all natural organic lotions that you could do. Just, you know, I try to, I try to keep the ingredient list to a bare minimum because the bigger the ingredient list typically that's when you're going to run into like a lot more chemicals and things of this nature now this is from what he's showing on the screen right now breast cancer prevention partners and they talk about triclosan as an antimicrobial agent used in a wide array of household products not just hand sanitizer supposedly to prevent the growth of bacteria and fungus it's been found in human blood urine and breast milk okay so you're doing this stuff you're doing your hand sanitizer you're using all i don't know how much of it's in antibacterial soaps but if you're trying to breastfeed your child that's getting into the breast milk the chemical has is a potential endocrine disruptor in humans meaning it's going to wreak havoc on your hormonal system it can also have negative impacts on environment on the environment including aquatic systems okay and this is breast cancer prevention part so they're trying to tell you what to do to not get breast cancer and this is one of the things avoid triclosan with the dryness and stuff like that but you know use olive oil don't use something that you bought from the store from procter and gamble yep. these people are evil yep. they are trying to kill you and you have to stop this kind of behavior now yeah. you might not even know what you're buying from procter it's going to be on the back little label on the back of the soap bottle or whatever and you'll see a proctor again it's not going to be a lot of times any place where you're going to notice it so we have to stop with the hand sanitizer right now just wash your hands that's all you need to do the effects of triclosan on breast cancer cells in vitro may depend on the dose in the presence of other factors such as uh, estradiol natural estrogen Possible health effects includes, include a smaller head circumference at birth, early breast development, antibiotic resistance, and allergies. Triclosan may also disrupt the endocrine system, 
by increasing thyroid hormone levels. High levels of thyroid hormones may pre predict breast cancer risk. Although no direct link has been established, thyroid dysfunction occurs more frequently in breast cancer patients compared to healthy individuals. Triclosan exposure is of concern at critical periods of development during prenatal development, puberty, and pregnancy. Uh, since it is a potential endocrine dis uh, disruptor, basically meaning, again, it's stopping your body's ability from defending yourself. The stuff you're putting on your hands to protect you is lowering your natural defenses, okay? And we've got to, we've got to get the message out on all of you to go on Twitter and tell people to stop using the hand sanitizer. It has an insecticide in it. It's called triclosan. You need to warn everybody. Okay, and then this goes on to say, um, uh, you're most vulnerable to this, a prenatal development, puberty, and pregnancy, because it's an endocrine disruptor. Um, become a label reader. Avoid any microbial soaps, any bacterial soaps, toothpaste, and other products claiming to be antimicrobial and containing triclosan. So again, anything antibacterial is not good. And then it's just saying, wash your hands with plain soap and water. Don't use any bacterial soap. And again, Calben makes a really nice bar bar soap. You can order like 36 at a time. And here's the thing. If you order from Calben, and I'm not getting money for saying this, okay? I'm not like whatever, own stock in the company or whatever. But if you do it, it's better. And it might even be better if, if, you, if you have like people in your family or neighbors or whatever. You go in on a big order because... If you just order a little bit from them, they nail you on shipping. But if you ordered a big order, like they've got these big value packs where you can get everything, like, you know, laundry detergent and shampoo and all the other stuff. I've used all their, their products um, for a long time. And um, they've got these big value packs you can order. And at that point, the shipping kind of becomes a moot point, you know. Uh, but they've got real nice bar soaps that they, they have, and, and um, that would be the kind of soap I would recommend you using. Okay, so anyway, let's go further. Uh, the CDC has now determined that COVID-19 coronavirus can live on surfaces for 17 days. The coronavirus survived for up to 17 days aboard the Diamond Princess cruise ship living far longer on surfaces than previous research has shown, according to new data published Monday, Monday by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Now, I understand you said, well, how can you trust them? Well, that's a good point. Can't really. But this is what they're admitting to. Okay, I've seen longer estimates than this. But um, I just felt like this is something we should at least be aware of. Uh the study examined the Japanese and U.S. government's efforts to contain COVID-19 outbreaks on the Carnival-owned Diamond Princess ship in Japan and the Grand Princess ship in California. Passengers and the crew on both ships were quarantined on board after previous guests who didn't have any symptoms while aboard each of the ships tested positive for COVID-19 after landing ashore. The virus was identified on a variety of surfaces in the cabins of both symptomatic and asymptomatic infected passengers up to 17 days after the cabins were vacated on the Diamond Princess cruise line. And, but this was before disinfectant procedures had been conducted. So, 
Stuff lives a long time, potentially. And obviously, it's going to depend on the environment. You know, I believe if, if it's exposed to any kind of direct sunlight, it's not going to live long. UV is going to be a natural sanitizer. Ozonation of the air would be a natural way to sanitize the air. Okay, and these are things you can do in your house. You can't, it's harder to do UV in the house because you don't want to be looking at UV light that would damage your eyes. But there are air purification systems that incorporate UV lights and ozonation and a lot of other stuff. They should be doing this all in the hospitals. They could prevent all of that cross infection and stuff like that that's going on in the hospitals if they just did that alone for the most part i i think that would that would be a major step forward for them but again it's fixing a problem that they want to perpetuate so it's not going to happen most likely uh, this came out this week pink eye could be an early symptom of covid19 red eyes and tears could be an early symptom of the coronavirus infection According to the Academy of Ophthalmology, as a result of the Academy is warning ophthalmologists to be wary of patients with conjunctivitis or pink eye, combined with fever and respiratory systems, including cough and shortness of breath especially. Now again, that's why Invive has the 50 part per million. You use that as an eye drop. You can make it, you can cut it, and I give you the information on how to do that in every PDF. It's going to be near the end where there's a whole section on how to use it in a nebulizer, how to use it in the sinus cavities, how to use it for lung inhalation, how to use it to make uh, for pink eye. I, it'll knock out pink eye. Like, And yes, I had a patient ask me, well, could we do this before we went out in public? Could we put like a drop or two in our eyes and would that be a preventative? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Um, you could spray the inside and outside of, a, of an N95 mask with the Thieves colloidal silver blend spray your face with it you could put a little bit of um of the 50 part per million uh eye drops in your eyes it would be wise to wear eye protection and an n95 mask you know but um there's a lot of different ways you could approach it um okay and then i got this this week from a longtime listener and I, i've got so many testimonials on the on the invive mild silver protein you know i just have saved a portion of them <laughs> over the years uh this is just this just came in this week he said hey brother i'd like to order another bottle of the 5000 i don't have any right now i won't even have any until the second week of april i've i've blown I, i've never been in a situation where i've blown through all my inventory but if you do need to order it um you can always order it at it's the dr doctor hyphen symbol dash symbol johnson.com and um, you can order it there. There's a little ordering page there. If you're running Ghostry, you have to disable Ghostry. Some weird glitch where you won't see the ordering page if you're running Ghostry. <laughs> I've told them to get it fixed and they, they can't quite figure it out. So I'm just telling you, if you go up there, it's all legit. I've never had anybody come back to me and say, I never got my silver. This company's been in business since 1993. I've never, ever had anybody come back to me and say they got ripped off and they, they it wasn't made right or anything like that. It's not going to happen okay i wouldn't be working with them if that was the case um but that is not that's the website they put up for me way back in 2006 when i did that tour on the avion flu so um he said i did the nebulizer with the colloidal silver last night um and i woke up when i woke up so much phlegm came out of my lungs it's almost like it detoxed his lungs it helped me so much to get up and to avoid pneumonia i literally cleared my lungs in one five-minute use last night, meaning a five-minute nebulizer treatment. 
I mixed it. Now on the nebulizers, I don't have any recommendations on brands or anything like that. I, I'm clueless about any of that. I don't know. I would just say get one. You could go to Amazon though and key in nebulizer and get one with like at least four and a half stars. You're not going to really go wrong. Okay. Now granted, I'm not saying buy it on Amazon, but at least you'll know which one to buy. Um, but at this point, I would get whatever you got to get now before we, maybe we can't get it, is what my advice would be. Um, he's, um, I'm trying to think where I was, my, my line of thought there. Oh, get one that has a, a mask that can go over your nose and your mouth. Because some of them you just, I've seen nebulizers that only work like you kind of like suck it in through like a mouthpiece. That's no good because you can't treat the sinuses that way. I don't think that's the best way to do it because I, it's nice to have the option to be able to inhale it through the nose or through the mouth. And one with the face mask, a nebulizer like that gives you that option. So that's about my only recommendation on them. Anyway, um, I mixed it at 500 part per million, which like I said, personally, I've done 500 part per million and it's fine. You know, they say, you know, 100 part, but... 500 part per million works great at least you know i've never had anybody complain about it uh but don't go any higher than 500 you just don't need to and i did two five minute sessions before bed and spread it out another thing i noticed is after this morning my shivers are gone so he must have been running a fever i love the silver i want to tell everyone about it people have to have this product it's better than any antibiotic I've taken, even intravenously. Wow. This silver, if mixed and taken right, can save your life. No joke. You can treat the problem area directly. Well, that's what I like about nebulizer, nebulizer use in a lung infection or a sinus infection because you're literally inhaling the silver right into the lung fields. And if that's where you have the problem, you're, it's like a, you're applying it topically. If it's in the sinuses, you can inhale it right into the sinus cavity with a nebulizer or you can use an atomizing nasal spray bottle to get it up in there um praise the lord i am healed okay so that was that was awesome uh i got this this week from the company that manufactures in vive and it's recommendations and vital all-encompassing information regarding the covid19 virus now this is their their take on it okay and I thought there was enough mention here that I should probably just go over it. Um, they're recommending one, five cc's or one teaspoon of the Invive Mild Silver Protein, 5,000 part per million per 30 pounds of body weight. You split up the dosages per day. Okay, this is if you feel like you've got it or maybe you know you've been exposed. Okay. Again, this is all in the PDF for... March 30th, 2020. This is not, um, what we're doing here is we're not trying to cure. I'm not claiming a cure. I'm not claiming anything like that. I'm saying this is what I would do for it. Okay. But I'm not claiming cures. Can't do that. 5,000 part per million is the general rule of thumb in the doc doctor's desk reference for the practitioners. Now there is a doctor's desk reference tab at dr hyphen johnson.com the, the, the invive mild silver protein website and you can click on that and it gives you a whole bunch of protocols for about everything you can imagine these are guidelines and are not carved in stone because each case is different 
but you have to start somewhere with a guideline and then tailor the dosage to the event presentation. Great point. But it's always necessary to tailor the dosage to the symptomatology though, especially when dealing with life and death situations. Hence, one 71-year-old man last week who was suffocating on his mucus from the COVID-19, well, what did I say last week from the respiratory therapist? That's what it feels like. It feels like you're drowning because you go into that ARDS syndrome with the lungs. Your lungs start filling up with fluid and it's like you feel like you're drowning. Okay. Well, this 71-year-old man who would be at high risk for it because of his age alone was suffocating on his own. Really, probably wasn't just mucus. It was, it was more like the lungs were filling up with water from the COVID-19 and getting worse. He had his dosage upped from one teaspoon of 10,700 part per million ES strength, which is the strongest strength they sell in Vive Cells. He upped his dosage from one teaspoon of the 10.7 every four hours, as per the guidelines, to one teaspoon of 10.7 every hour, which, which, praise the Lord, and coincidentally, quote, we got to say coincidentally, right? Can't claim it's a cure. Saved his life. And he's totally well and asymptomatic now. So in other words, it depends on the state of the person, how much they're going to need. 10-7 is the strongest, strongest strength that they offer, you know. And he had to go to one teaspoon every hour. For how long he had to do that? Probably not more than a day, I would imagine. But that's what got him out of the woods, coincidentally. Okay, so it's not cookie cutter. If one dosage isn't working, you might need to bump it up. But here's the thing, though. Was this 71-year-old man doing the, 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 um, some type of really good quality vitamin C every hour, along with having selenium in his system and, and zinc in his system? Because you're not going to want to do the selenium and the zinc every hour. Those are not... See, selenium and zinc are minerals, okay? You're going to want to maybe take a certain amount per day, and then that's it. Because you don't... You can't just take zinc and selenium like you take vitamin c vitamin c is water soluble and you could take a lot more of it you could take vitamin c every hour like a thousand milligrams every hour if you want if you're if you're really really fighting something off um the worst it's going to do is produce diarrhea you wouldn't want to do the same dosages with selenium and zinc and things like that calcium you can you can do quite a bit of that's not something that you know normally you have to worry much about um, iodine, you're not going to want to just keep pounding iodine in your body. Your, your body will, will get to a saturation point of iodine. But the point is, is having enough in the system where those things can work. Had he been doing all the other stuff that I'm talking about, he might not have never even needed to go higher than 5,000 part per million every four hours, one teaspoon every four hours. But you see, we're only as strong as the weakest link in our chain. If, if all he was relying on was the silver? Yeah, he probably did need to do 10-7 ES, the most expensive silver in Vive cells, every hour in order to get out of the woods. You see where I'm coming from here? I'm trying to save uh, my listeners money because that's by far the most expensive product that even in Vive makes. Whereas the selenium and the zinc, especially the ones that I'm selling now, they're like, you know, the selenium's like 16 a bottle and the zinc's 15 a bottle. And um, the vitamin C is nowhere, you know, near the other. Anyway, I, I just wanted to mention that. Um, 
Therefore, always tailor the dosage to the symptomatology of the presentation. Use at least a six-pack of 5,000 or better yet, a six-pack of the 10-7 if you can afford it. Now, again, you may not need that much, though, per person. I mean, it's like, okay, did you, did you, did you actually get it? What, what is the status of the other minerals in the body? How old are you? What are the complicating conditions? That's what I mean. It's different for everybody. Uh, we haven't raised our prices in 25 years and only wish to continue saving lives. They also have bottle, bottles from 25 years ago that are still perfectly fine that have not, quote, expired. So it's got a minimum of 25-year shelf life, minimum. They think it might be 100, but we, won't, we wouldn't know unless we got 100 years out from now. <laughs> I don't think we have that, quite that much time. So um, symptoms of the coronavirus can be very similar to the flu, but what to keep an eye on out for is... A fever of 100.4 or higher, probably for extended periods of time. Now, remember though, don't try to lower the, the fever unless it's above like 104 or 105 because the fevers are the body's way of burning stuff out of the system. That's why the body creates a fever. That's why they say with this coronavirus, if you elevate the body temperature, it won't. it doesn't like that. There's been a lot of people saying, well, go into infrared saunas and, and do like go over steam pots and breathe in. I'm not saying that's not valid, okay? And I'm not saying not to do that. That would be fine to do that. Um, the one thing it's not going to do is get internally, if it's in the bloodstream, and heat up the blood to whatever degrees they say to, in order to kill the coronavirus, which is like 120, they're saying. You can't heat up your internal um, body that high because then you'd be running 120 fever and you would be dead so just bear in mind <laughs> that's a factor there okay but i think you can use the elevated body temperature in a good way as long as it's not too high you don't want it above 104 for extended periods of time it's too high you know i understand there's there's debate on that even but i mean i'm just saying it. i wouldn't want to go too crazy um, symptoms of coronavirus then include fever of 104.100.4 above, cough, shortness of breath. The incubation period before you get sick can be anywhere from 1 to 14 days before you have or even show symptoms. That means you could be like walking around with it for two weeks and not even know and be a, be a, be a carrier and be spreading it. That means two to, f two to nine days on average before you show uh, have or show symptoms once you are sick 10 days is typically the length of sickness and then the total length of sickness would be the potential 14 day incubation period but that could be one to 14 days um and then 10 days of actually being sick or ill and i don't see how we could just say it's gotta be 10 days i mean hey if, if you did everything that i am telling you to do i don't think you're going to be sick near that long okay you're going to be over it a lot quicker so he's not really factoring that in but okay and then a potential then for 24 days of total length of sickness now then he's also saying there's a 30 days where it's still in your bloodstream okay so it could be in your in your system for a total of 54 days from stem to stern from start to finish potentially 54 days not not every time but potentially damage still remaining after recovery from coronavirus in many individuals are no sense of smell GI problems, loss of weight during the illness, uh, difficulty putting weight back on, struggling to breathe as in shortness of breath from damage to your lungs. Now, that's one of the main ones I've seen because of all the damage it could potentially do to the lungs. 
after 24 days, once you recover, you are you should take measures to build up, build back your lung capacity and oxygen capacity. Um, I got one called um, Numazyme from Biotics, and uh, I believe that's what it's called. I've I've had so many different lung products over the years. Yeah, I just grabbed the bottle off the shelf. Yeah, it's got. It's got vitamin A, a really good source of vitamin C, E, selenium. It's good stuff, boy. This is very, very much focused on the lungs. Vitamin A is vital for lung function and for immune system. I haven't talked a lot about it. But vitamin A is another one you can always add in. This one's got A, C, E, and selenium. It doesn't have therapeutic dosages of like C, although it's 300 milligrams, which is pretty good for just one tablet. Actually, just about is a therapeutic dosage. And then it has um, a lung glandular in it, which will help support lungs and bioflavonoids, and it's in a food base. It's probably the best lung product I've ever... It's better, far better than anything Standard Process ever had. can guarantee you that. Um, so that would be a good product to not only be on as well regarding prevention of it getting into the lungs, but also helping to rebuild the lungs afterward. Okay. Uh, and then he's saying build up your muscle capacity again because it, it can knock that out. Uh, going further, unless they break their own laws, they cannot stop us from distributing the Invive Mild Silver Protein as a dietary supplement because our particular product is grandfathered in as an identical pre-1938 Mild Silver Protein that was in the pre-1938 medical journals and paper publications and and indeed was used by most mds pre-1938 before the fda took over and stole our food and drug our food and drug supply for the benefit of the multinational medical pharma cartels your legislators continually go through the swinging door being hired for millions of dollars by working with multinational drug companies and see after 1938 that's when the modern day era of antibiotics came in they stopped using the mild silver protein the MDs did because it was curing stuff. It was fixing things. And there's no real profit motive. There was no reoccurring revenue in that model. Antibiotics, on the other hand, kills all your flora, devastates your immune system, and then super strains develop, meaning you got to give them more stronger antibiotics because your body, because of what the antibiotics did to you the first round you got through. So the modern day use of antibiotics was like um, much more much better for the um medical pharma cartels because it was constant reoccurring revenue and it kept you enslaved into the system also the constant use of antibiotics will create all kind of yeast and candida problems in both men and women uh going forward here companies whose drugs kill over 100,000 u.s citizens per year which is pretty much their own statistics they kill one million americans every 10 years and that's probably very conservative but that that's fine they can kill all the people they want because they're they're the drug companies um while our 1902 mild silver protein kills no one now i'm gonna get into the the whole 1902 thing because you heard 1938 that was the that was the takeover of the food and drug administration but 1902 was another important date we're going to get into that in a second but first, our mild silver protein product is a dulcimate, meaning it's soothing to the tissues. And our product has no side effects whatsoever. Well, other than a Herx or a die-off effect. I mean, that it will. If you, if you give this to somebody and they're loaded with candida and they're loaded with bacteria or viruses, 
even a little bit, you might go into a Herxheimer or a detox effect where it's killing all the bad guys and your body's having a hard time coping. So you might get a headache or feel really achy or weak because the body's trying to get rid of all this stuff. So you want to make sure you're drinking like 10 glasses. In that case, it'd be 10 glasses of distilled water would be probably the best because distilled would have the most capacity to flush. Uh, but purified water work too. You know, just split them up throughout the day. Just, you know, a lot of, a lot of purified water taken apart from the silver you don't want to like take them together really um our product causes no mutations of the pathogens because it kills the pathogens instantly upon contact so that there are no wounded pathogens going off and mutating into more drug resistant forms or strains which is exactly what antibiotics do which is why they fell into favor after 1938 because that reoccurring revenue model was present they didn't have the reoccurring revenue model with mild silver protein our product has no interactions with any other drug. That was another, I get that question quite a bit. No, it doesn't interact with any other drug. And it has no interactions with any other product, vitamin or mineral. Okay, it's safe stuff. This product has been used by MDs since 1902. MDs were using this. They were compounding it in their own um, offices prior to 1938. From 1902 to 1938, you go in... You had a problem, uh, I don't know, a cold or a flu, or it was bad. The MDs would prescribe the miles of a protein. They would either compound it right there in their office, or they would send you off to the pharmacy, and they would do it there, and they would give you the bottle, but you needed to consume it in a one- to two-week period because they had not figured out how to stabilize it, like Invive has figured out. And therefore, it had a very, very low shelf life. It still worked. It just had a very low shelf life. Unlike the Invive, which, again, is good up to at least 25 years. So um, we distribute the same dietary supplement. But it's really, it's, I don't know why they're saying the same. It's very, very much superior because it's way more stabilized. So, um, but this is the same essentially the same miles of a protein that's been used by MD since 1902. From Wikipedia, we read, Argerol, which is mild silver protein, was manufactured first by A.C. Barnes Company until the Zonite Products Corporation acquired the firm in 1929. Argol products were compounded by pharmacists at various concentrations and dispensed to the public in pharmacy-labeled bottles. It was also sold in A.C. In Barnes Company packaging and solutions of various strengths. Now, I would imagine if they made a lower strength, it would probably have a lot longer shelf life because it's the lower you go in strength, the easier it is, the longer shelf life it'll have. The more concentrated you make it, the harder it is to stabilize. Anyway, a succession of pharmaceutical entities acquired Argol over the decades. Um, then it goes back to this report. Yet your MDs, legislators, and politicians will not tell you about it. Well, most of them don't know. Wikipedia further states, the silver protein molecule in Argerol, which is mild silver protein, has been in use for over 100 years to date, with ample clinical data supporting the benefits and versatility of the silver protein molecule in medicine without the detriment of drug resistance. Although argol is used as a synonym for chemical descriptions of silver vitaline, um, it is actually mild silver protein, which is what Invive is. Okay, so just kind of wrapping it up here. Um, I posted my most current uh, recommendations for this coronavirus. 
Uh, my disclaimer at the start, okay, I have to put that there. Um, you know, how to use the silver, how to nebulize it, how to use it for sinus infections, how to use it for ear infections, how to use it for eye infections. I'll tell you what, if you feel anything coming on, it's good to get it into the lungs, into the sinuses, into the ears, and into the eyes. Because you're hitting it from all the angles there, and then also having it in the mouth, under the tongue, for four to five minutes before swallowing. Because then you'll get maximum sublingual absorption. Now again, I do believe though, what's even more important is having your immune system functioning at a very, very high level before you ever contract it. So then you'd never get it in the first place because your defenses are so high okay and that's more so the selenium the vitamin c the zinc the calcium the d3 and the iodine that's more the factors there okay um now what i've done is i've had horrific issues with my main supplier <laughs> there there's something else my main supplier and uh, a lot of the stuff I was I was able to get, they're like two weeks out, and I don't even know if I'm going to get it. So what I've done is I've really went to Biotics, which has been very, very um, reliable, and they have very, very high-quality products anyway, and try to get some products that if somebody says, I want innate selenium, and I can't get it, which I can't get now because of the massive supply issues and supply chains breaking down, I can go to Biotics and get it, Okay. And so what I did here is on the products that I have personally, if it's highlighted in green, and your only way you're going to know this is if you look at the PDF for this date, um, I do have that supplement either in stock or it's coming. I should put that in, in the verbiage here. The ones that I don't, that are not highlighted on this PDF are the ones that I, I, I still carry, but I'm not sure when I'll get them in. I don't know. So I wouldn't even bother trying to order them because I don't know when or if I'm going to get them in. Most of them are the innate response formulas. Um, but what I did is I've brought in other products though, like the new selenium I brought in that I mentioned, I don't know, last week from Biotics. It's actually better than the innate selenium. It's it's twice the potency. It's in a food, it's in a it's a food state selenium. And it's twice the potency and like half the price. It's, you know, a little less than half the price or whatever. Um, so it's really a win-win. Um, on the vitamin C, right now, what I can really amply get are the BioC Plus 1000 by Biotics, which is an excellent product. It's the one I take. It's, you know, a really good, you know, the BioC Plus 1000 has... If I have any right here, I was gonna look at. Oh yeah, I do. The Bio C one thousand, it it has the vitamin C, calcium and magnesium ascorbate, and then it also has calcium in it. So calcium and magnesium, which is like it's got a little bit in there. It's not a, it's like like a therapeutic dose, but you are getting calcium and magnesium, and it's in a food base with bioflavonoids. So I would say for the money, it's one of the best ones I've got. It's one I take personally, and. Um, have that one and then i ordered a new one i didn't know they had this because it was their website's hard to find stuff on and i told biotics this week i'm like you gotta make the website easier to use they have a mixed ascorbate powder that i've got coming in which 
is um again none of their none of their score baits are gmo derived and i don't know if i'm going to be able to get that farmex one the vitamin c in the in the tub that has like you know 240 servings i don't know if i'm gonna be able to get that I, i'm getting refunds on that which tells me my suppliers essentially telling me don't try ordering this because i don't know if we're going to get it if they're issuing me refunds on stuff i'm not going to try to reorder it and i'm basically out of that one but i got this one coming in which is you know per serving and again this is one rounded teaspoon you could do half this but per serving it's 2800 milligrams of mixed ascorbate vitamin c's non, not none of its gmo and then it's also got 200 mg of calcium and 100 mg of uh, magnesium which is your calmag blend so you're getting a lot for the immune system in that one that's the one i'm bringing in so it's a really good product i didn't even know they had and then i'm using their zinc zinc forte that's been working really good but again on like the selenium and on the zinc remember these are not things you're going to take like the sea you're going to want like if you're a guy maybe you can start out with like a four day on the zinc you know but i probably wouldn't do that for much more than maybe a couple weeks you're gonna you're gonna reach saturation level and if your kidneys start hurting you know you're taking too much zinc okay because it'll make your kidneys start hurting a little bit i mentioned that last week um the selenium you probably maybe a couple a day is about all maybe if you were fighting something off maybe three or four but I wouldn't, I wouldn't stay at a, a big, big dosage for like a long time, you know. Um, you just don't need to because it's a trace mineral. It's not a water-soluble vitamin like vitamin C. It's different, okay. So bear that in mind. I haven't emphasized that enough really. Um, and then so I've also got a CalMagzyme, which is, is a replacement. I'm having a hard time getting any of the, the CalMags I was selling from DaVinci Labs. So I've brought in the ones from Biotics, which, to be quite honest with you, are a cleaner product. There's less additives in there because one, the, the CalMag I was selling from DaVinci Labs had a lot of like binders and stuff like that. And I hate that. But um, the one from Biotics that I've just brought in, the CalMagzyme, which is $32 for 360 capsules, um, that one is, it's, it's a lot cleaner, cleaner product. I, and again, I don't know if I'm even going to be able to get DaVinci Labs. And be quite honest with you, I like these better. I like the powder. Uh, oh, well, the powder is Cal C CalMag powder. Okay, so remember what I said, like the um, the vitamin C powder had a little bit of calcium and magnesium in it? Okay, well, this one is kind of like a reverse ratio. This one has um, primarily calcium, magnesium, I'm trying to get to the tab where it's, where it's listing out ingredients. And um, let's see here. Yeah, this is interesting. It's It's got, um, it's actually got um, vitamin C in there with it, which I've never seen them do that in a CalMag powder. But it's primarily cal calcium magnesium in a very easily absorbable form. In fact, it's calcium lactate, which I think is the most superior form of calcium you can get. Not like milk, milk calcium, but it's it's a calcium typically from the salts of lactic of lactic acid. Um, it's only takes one usable step in the body to to go from a calcium lactate in that form to usable calcium in the bloodstream, which is called calcium bicarbonate. 
this blend has that. Okay, it has got calcium lactate, magnesium, and then vitamin C. And then it's also in a base of rice syrup solids um, in natural lemon flavor. And what they're saying, and I wasn't aware of this, that these, um, they call them glucose polymers, these rice syrup solids. And uh, let's see, an increase in calcium absorption from two to five times in both normal and dysfunctional digestive tracts has been demonstrated with the inclusion of glucose polymers. I didn't know that was like, like um, news to me. Meaning, these glucose polymers, if you put it with the CalMag, you're going to get two to five times more increased absorption. And it's built into this powder. This CalMag powder from Biox is called C CalMag powder. Anyway, it's it's in the thing here. I don't mean to ramble on, but I. I these are really good products. And then I have the other things in green that I'm, I'm still, some of it I'm like on the verge of not getting anymore, but some of it I still do have. Um, I don't think I can get the elderberry gummies anymore. Uh, I also brought in a new vitamin D product because I seriously doubt I'm going to be able to get any of the innate, either the 5,000 or the 2,000. Now, this BioDK cap, I think, is better than both. Because the 2008 that I is a whole food, but it doesn't have the K2 and the K3, which has a lot to do with absorption. Now, the 5008 uh, international unit has the K1 and the K2, but it's not on a food base. This one from Biotics has... Um, the the k1 and the k2 which is vital again for the absorption of vitamin d3 it has the d3 it's in a food base okay it's in a specially grown biologically active vegetable culture containing naturally associated organically bound phytochemicals including polyphalonic compounds and sod which is superoxide dismutase and catalase which are enzymes dehydrated at low temperature to preserve enzyme factors it's in this really awesome food base, which is going to help absorption of the D. This is superior to anything that I had before from innate on the vitamin D3 line. So I'm really just trying to, I'm going to go over to this one primarily because it's a better value and you're going to get higher absorption than the, um, the ones I was selling from innate bottom line. So anyway, um, and then I just I give all the other information I normally give with this with this little thing on um, the uh, proactive things regarding this coronavirus. So that's all I have for today. Um, and God bless you. And Lord willing, we will see you in the next audio.